Howdy. This podcast contains explicit content. We do our best to announce potential triggers. Sources can always be found in the episode notes and picture references can be seen on our Instagram at the dog hair is free. Use the same handle at the dog hair is free to find us on all other social media platforms. Ratings and reviews really help expose the podcast to new listeners. So we'd really appreciate you all taking the time to leave us a note. Thanks for your time. The dog hair is free. little part where the it starts fading out and you do the dee, 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 dee. Uh-huh. oh i love that yeah yeah i like it every time i i hear yeah. it i find something else where i'm like oh yeah it's a it's a grower it's not a shower it's a grower. <laughs> <laughs> no i really love that i i hope that you can maybe do a whole song oh with yeah. that that I'd, would be really cool yeah if i if i quit my job and you know take a the dude lifestyle yeah and just sure chill yeah no I, I i honestly i really like doing the the tracks mm-hmm. for the episodes because it's fun it, i i don't have any reason to actually record tracks otherwise mm-hmm. so it's cool to just sit and come up with like cool uh idea based yeah. topic based like songs yeah well, hey, so. if you'd like a little jingle from Taylor, you can find him on SoundCloud. No, oh, don't don't advertise that. I haven't updated it since the second episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need to put I need to put all the other songs up there. I think I've only got two up there so far from okay. the from the episodes. Well, you can uh, email us at hey. at gmail, right? Hey, regard yeah, well at gmail, yeah, sure. Okay, thedoghairsfree at gmail dot com. Um, and say, I want Taylor Brown to write me a little ditty. Hey, if you want a ditty, I'll <laughs> I'll I'll do a ditty for you. Um, but yeah, all of I, I still need to update all of the tracks on SoundCloud. I've not that's not been a priority. You should. Recently. This one's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that means a lot, babe. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. There is not one thing about that that I would be like, well, maybe it needs to like no. Like, See, it's really good. You say that, but it's because it's in context. If you were to listen to it outside of the episode, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like it's trash. It's trash. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> What'd you call me back here for? <laughs> Do it again. I have such a hard time composing music because my like creative partner is Jessica Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you want me? Put it. You want to be your mom? Put it on the fridge. Tell you good job. No. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's exactly what I want. I'm gonna smack you until it do better. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to be better. You. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be better. All right. So you got some. You got some dino facts. Yeah. To, to lay down on yeah. us for this part three of three. Yeah. So before we start again, happy holidays. Mm-hmm. Happy hol- uh, Hanukkahs. Happy Christmas. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year's. And and Kwanzaa. And Kwanzaa. I don't know when Kwanzaa is, so I'm not gonna pretend like I know. Yeah. So, anyways, hope this has kept you company. Uh, mm-hmm. 
we're not going to go on for much longer. We'll get into the episode now. Let's do it right now. <clears throat> so last we ended, we're going to do a recap. Uh, we were saying what the fuck about Sue. And we start this episode with indeed. What the fuck about Sue? Indeed. So uh, really quick, Sue was live Cretaceous period 67, 67 million years ago. Uh, don't actually know sex of Sue. We're using they, them pronouns from now on. Sue's bones have a story to tell. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, before we talk about Sue. <laughs> you just pulled a, and I, I'm going to, he's never going to listen to this, but I'm going to bust his chops for a second. Rhett Shaw has been caught out before on his channel <laughs> for doing a, um, <laughs> he's, he does like a, all right, cool. And uh, without further ado. Uh, a duel? A duel. <laughs> Paula, Paula, Paula a duel. <laughs> without further ado, let's get into it. And if you guys haven't heard recently, I've got a new course out. Yeah, and proceeds to not <laughs> uh-huh. get into it. And he's recognized it. He knows. But yeah. anyway. Um, but yeah, we're they're going to recap T-Rex stuff and then dive a little bit deeper. Do it. The T-Rex lived in what we now know as the Western North America, which used to be an island continent named Laramedia, which I'd I'd love to get more into, and maybe we will in another episode, like Pangea shit. Um, Most fossils found in this area date to be around the Upper Cretaceous period, which is about 68 to 66 million years ago. T-Rex is a bipedal carnivore, had a massive skull, Long, heavy tail, tiny little arms, average length about 40 feet or 42 feet, whatever. Average is about 12 to 13 feet tall. Average weight could be around nine tons. Was the apex predator of the time. We've already been through this. Mm -hmm. Tyrannosaurus rex is a genus of large theropod dinosaur. Uh, In a previous episode, I think the spider one, we talked extensively on taxonomy. We did. Yes. But this method of labeling can be inconsistent at times. Most animals we see today are able to be scientifically classified because we can physically observe and study them. But how do you classify something that you've never seen alive? Or something that you don't even know if, if you have the original bones for? So just like fossils and molds and petrified poop. Mm-hmm. How do you... How do you classify how do you scientifically classify them in this taxonomic categorizing how do you scientifically classify poop right (laughs) how do you do that how how do you poop so we evolved from the linean taxonomy to cladistics Mm -hmm. Uh, go on so according to (laughs) wikipedia cladistics is an approach to biological classification in which organisms are create organized. Wow, fuck. Organisms are categorized. Take a breath. <laughs> in groups or clades based on the hypothesis of most recent uh, common ancestry. Hmm. The hypotheses are based on shared derived characteristics that aren't present in more distant groups. A clade, a.k.a. monophyletic group, a.k.a. natural group, is a group of organisms that are monophyletic. Duh. Yeah. Monophyletic meaning a group containing a common ancestor and lineal lineal descents. Right. Uh, I was just making sure that you knew what that meant. Don't don't worry. Well, hold on. (laughs) 
This system is illustrated as a cladogram or cladogram or dendogram, which is basically just a tree-shaped diagram. Mm -hmm. uh, it also can be called a phylogenetic tree. So if you've ever seen like an evolution chart that branches out, mm -hmm. that's a dendogram. Okay. Uh, I do have an Instagram pic for you. Cool. Um, so if, if you go to the Instagram, I don't know which one, where it is in the lineup, maybe like the second photo, but you can see like the trees and like what is considered a clade and what is not considered a clade hmm. or a clad. Clad? Mm -hmm. Clade? Clade. I, I can picture the word that you're talking about. C-L-A-D-E. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So if you're looking at the tree graph thing, a clade is the descendants following the common ancestor where the branches start forming. A recent discovery using this method of cladistics, we found that we are more related to fungi than the fungi are related to plants. Correct. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has recently been on, I think, Joe Rogan's podcast talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, yeah, he went off on some like weird diatribe about have you ever heard somebody describe how a mushroom tastes mm -hmm. they say meaty right mm -hmm. you never hear people talk about salads tasting meaty do you <laughs> what else would taste meaty do you think <laughs> and i'm like all right neil degrasse yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need you to uh cool it reel it back a little bit <laughs> Um, so there's definitely more about that, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I, I'm going to, let's move on from fungi and let's start talking about like examples because I learn better with examples. Me too. Um, we are going to still use taxonomic labeling. Um, so like all of the Latin names and shit. Uh, so let's look at the Tyrannosaurus classification in this newer system. So dinosaurs are classified in the Amelia kingdom, duh. Uh, that's the bottom of the tree, like Duh. the trunk. Duh. Yeah, the animals. They animals. Oh, like Animalia. Yeah. Oh, you said Amelia. Her name is Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> and Amelia. Like that weird French movie. Animalia. Animalia? Animalia. Is it spelled Animalia? It's Animalia. <laughs> uh-huh. Animalia. Animalia. Amelia would imply that there's an M in there where you're putting an N. It's animals and then one French girl. And Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's the bottom of the tree. Mm -hmm. You got animal as the bottom of the tree. Like the tree trunk. Mm -hmm. So chordata, the chordata is the phylum, which is like the first break in the trunk. Uh, chordata contains animals that are considered chordates, which is a lot of animals that they, a lot of animals fall under that, mm -hmm. uh, even humans. So they have at least five physical characteristics that are similar and present from larval to adult stages. These five similarities all have to do with how the organism develops, basically. That's that's a really like gross general statement. I'm just trying to like. <laughs> I'm just trying to cut this shit back. Part, part back. Yeah. So, like, all chordates need to have, a, for example, I mean, uh, all chordates need to have a dorsal neural tube that would later form into a spinal cord that would connect to a nervous system and, and that kind of stuff. And so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So then we get to the clades, which is the next break in the tree. First branch we have off is we have dinosauria. 
This clade can be defined as the group consisting of the most recent common ancestor of Triceratops and modern burns, modern birds, <laughs> or Neorinthes, mm-hmm. and is and all of its descendants. Later, it was extended to cover the most recent common ancestors of Megalosaurus and Iguanodon. And the clade was broken into two. Uh, give me a second. I got to pronounce these. Ornithischia and Sorischia, which boils down to the different hip structures. The, mm-hmm. the two just have different hips. I like how you looked at me for a second. Like, did I say that right? Yeah. And do you think I have a fucking clue what you're reading? <laughs> <laughs> so the T-Rex continues in the Sorischia branch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all corn- carnivores, all carnivorous dinosaurs fall within this clade. Um, and all have a three-pronged pelvic structure where the pubis is facing forward, where the Ornisthikia is is backwards Hmm. this next part might be a little incorrect i i couldn't find a lot of information but uh within the sauruskia is a node-based clade eusauruskia which is named for the clade containing uh, sauropodomorphs and theropods um but this might be something that's contested because i kept finding other diagrams that didn't even have this at all um and there was just like straight from sauruskia to theropodia theropodia and whatever else was in that clade so i i don't really know if i can say that or not um so anyways next we have theropodia theropoda sorry theropoda which is kind of we kind of mentioned already um dinosaurs in this clade are characterized by hollow bones three toes and a number of claws on each limb before when i read it and then i was like reading the research it sounded like three toes three claws but it it wasn't that like specific. It was just like three toes and they have a number of claws on each limb. AKA T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like if you, I think T-Rex only has like two little claws. Yeah. That's not three. Little, little vestigial. Yeah. Um, most carnivores, most are carnivores, but some groups have evolved to be herbivores and omnivores. Hmm. We find the dinosaurs in this clade most related to birds. So, sorry, we're getting to the end here. Hold on. Next is Tyrannosauridae, which is labeled as the family and subfamily. But basically, these guys are big-ass Tyrannosaurus that lived around the Cretaceous period and have been found in North America and Asia. Finally, we get to the genus, which is Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus can be translated to tyrant lizard. The Rex edition means king and is the biggest of the species. So, Sue is the tyrant lizard king. So there's a whole bunch of different type of Tyrannosaurus. Mm-hmm. Rex is just the one that's the biggest. Mm. Yeah. There are several. So there's a... Um, gosh, I can't remember the name of the game. But that dinosaur game that I got recently mm-hmm. um, where you can play as a dinosaur. Like you start as a infant dinosaur and you raise it to, to be a big dinosaur. Um, something giants, uh, something or other. Um, there are a couple of dinosaurs that look similar to Tyrannosaurus. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just a different species. Probably, yeah. Yeah, they're they're within the genus. They're just a different species mm-hmm. because they were smaller or had some sort of different bone structure or right. Because I keep looking else. at them, and I'm like, that's really similar to a 
to Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. We're, we're going to stop about clades and all that bullshit. <laughs> we're going to stop there. <laughs> all right. Um, now we are finally going to talk about Sue. Yeah. Uh, so Sue is such an important find because Sue is the biggest, most complete specimen of a T-Rex ever found. Of about 30 other specimens, Sue is the most complete at around 90%. Wow. So out of 380 known bones, they have about 250. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sue reaches about 40 feet long and stands 13 feet tall at the hip. Researchers believe that Sue was alive for around 28 years, which is close to what is believed to be the life expectancy of a T-Rex. And we know that based off of the growth rings of her bones, similar to how a tree is. We already said that. Uh, these bones have stories to tell. Da, da, da. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so many stories. Anyway. Yeah. Um, let's talk about bone damage. Uh, here's a list of all the bone damage Sue received while alive. Yeah. Injured right shoulder blade, torn tricep and right arm, possible infection in left fibula, which was twice the diameter of the right one, by the way, three broken ribs, multiple holes in the jaw of, jaw of the skull, injury to the back of the skull, which scientists are not sure if this was post-mortem or not, mm. so that's kind of in the air, really fucked up teeth, arthritis in some vertebrae in the tail, so bad that they had fused together, and possibly gout. That's interesting. Yeah. So well, for twenty eight fucking years, this dinosaur had gout and was just miserable. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, it's it's interesting because you you think about like damage to the skeletal structure and whatever else, and you're like, wow, yeah, that's really interesting. Wow, dinosaurs, they're fighting and doing all this and that. But then you hear about like arthritis and mm-hmm. whatever else, and you're like, I mean, it's it's entirely possible that this dinosaur just had a bunch of like health issues that mm-hmm. she didn't have the proper health insurance to go <laughs> and like get checked out early on and it just progressed and... or incest yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah i mean who knows um some of the areas damaged such as the shoulder blade ribs and tail show evidence of healing this led researchers to believe that sue may have fallen or gotten into a few scuffles with prey or other t-rex that resulted in sue getting beat the fuck up yeah i mean probably But in areas like the arm, leg, and skull, researchers believe that Sue could have had bone infections, including gout. Sue got the gout. She got the gout. She eaten too many uh, pastrami sandwiches from that that Jewish deli. According to an old site I found uh, called Enchanted Learning, written in 97, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Bruce M. Rothschild examined a cast of Sue's fingers. And his, in his report to the journal Nature in May 97, he states that he found bubbles in the cast that indicated gout lesions. These lesions were similar to ones found in another T-Rex fossil and were fairly common in many reptiles and birds alive today. Gout is a disease where the body generates uh, excess, excess uric acid. The excess... A- the, the excess... It's not even a word anymore. One more time. It's not even a word anymore. The excess. The excess acid (laughs) then crystallizes, which can lead to kidney stones or can crystallize in bones and joints. Mm -hmm. The crystallized uric acid acid then erodes, leaving lesions in the bones and joints, making the area surrounding the bone swollen, and it's very painful. Gout is caused by a diet high in purine, which is found in red meat, and that's all T-Rex eat. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but it can also be found in alcohol, lots of fish and shellfish, and organ meats. So Sue is out on the weekends getting a little little tipsy. Yeah, getting soused with some red meat. <laughs> getting, getting soused. <laughs> um, this is just one interpretation of what the lesions in arms Sue in, in Sue's arms could be. Scientists who have done more recent scans of Soom's arms are not so quick to accept the conclusion. Hmm. Uh, also, gout is more of like a human thing. Mm-hmm. So it's they're kind of like, ah. Well, it, it may be just a, a, a case of them not having a word to describe it in a non-human being and yeah. using a human term to... Without just saying... As a placeholder. Really bad arthritis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. Um... So I I want to talk about the weird holes in the jaw, but before we do that, I want to talk about the teeth first because it leads into the holes in the jaw. Um, so teeth, Sue's fucked up teeth. Uh, for this part, I'm referencing an article that quotes Kirsten Brink, who is an assistant professor in the Department of Geological Sciences at the University of Manitoba in Winnipeg, Canada. Mm-hmm. In her research of Sue's teeth, she is acting as the study lead researcher. T-Rex teeth are huge and serrated, so think of, like, a knife banana. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather not. Yeah, you got a banana, and there's just, like, serrated, like, jagged, serrated, like, grooves Mm -hmm. along, like, going up one side and going down one side. Yep, yep. Okay? Danger banana. Danger banana. Okay. Um, And if a tooth broke or fell out, a new one would grow. Mm Mm-hmm. Scientists believe that they would replace each tooth every one to two years. Hmm. Sue had a couple of weirdly shaped teeth that Brink believes were fused together Hmm. while growing out of the jaw. Mm -hmm. She describes the tooth as having some extra serrations on the side of the tooth, which which normally would be in the front and back of the tooth. Right. So when you say front of the tooth, you mean like, like... Outward facing, public facing. Yeah, so you got your danger banana. So <laughs> so you have the one, it's going up one side and down the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Now you have a whole other serration going up the side and down to the other opposite side. Well, yeah, and I was going to say to like, imagine your your front teeth. Imagine your buck teeth. Uh-huh. You've got serrations in between your buck teeth and the teeth on either side of your buck teeth. Now imagine serrations... <laughs> <laughs> right in the front of your buck Yeah, teeth, yeah. Like facing whoever you're talking yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, like they're, the serrations are crossing on the tooth. Yep. Perpendicular angles, as they yeah. say in math. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, okay. She also describes them as being squished and bent with a strange wave-like texture running down the sides, like if there were icing being squeezed through a piping bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Brink states that T-Rex tooth problems were likely genetic, but maybe in not this case. This is all her hypothesis. Mm -hmm. To explain, we have to look at one of the possible causes of the weird holes in Sue's jaw. So on the back half of the lower left jaw are eight holes, some being as large as golf balls. Some scientists believe that these could be caused by some sort of infection or parasite, specifically a parasite called trichomonia. Monasis? Trichomoniasis? Sure. Trico? I'm just going to call it trico. Okay. Which can also be found in birds today. It's just called trichomonas galliane. 
whatever. <laughs> and in larger birds of prey, we see the parasite making the same type of holes in the lower beak. In the same article I previously mentioned about the teeth, Brink, the lead researcher, notes that the bird would grow large waxy growths in their throats, and the infection could also spread to other areas in the skull, affecting the surrounding tissues, mm-hmm. like soft tissues. Mm-hmm. So Brink hypothesizes that although birds don't have teeth like a T-Rex, the infection or parasite that causes the holes could have gotten so severe that it pushed on the surrounding tissue of the skull and affected the growth of the misshapen teeth. With this theory of Sue having this parasite, which would ultimately stop them from being able to eat, it could be a potential cause of death. Because mm. basically it just starves them to death because they can't eat. Yeah, right. This is a theory for not just Sue, but multiple other T-Rexes who exhibit the same holes in their jaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is evidence of T-Rex fighting each other based on wounds left in the bones, but the holes themselves are not thought to be puncture wounds. Usually... A bone injury from a claw or tooth makes a more messy hole, Mm -hmm. where a parasite makes a much more smooth surface to its damage. So the next theory is that the parasite was transferred through face biting Mm. from other T-Rex who were infected or cannibalism of a T-Rex that had the parasite. Mm -hmm. Right. That makes sense. Because in a lot of cases, these holes were found along with evidence of face biting damage. That's so cool. That's so, all the cool stuff we can learn from looking at I know. Look, looking, look, look, looking at bones. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could make this a dinosaur podcast. Mm-hmm. Just on this one thing. <laughs> so, upon further research, maybe not. Mm-hmm. In more recent articles on reuters.com, R-E-U-T-E-R-S.com, scientists have ruled out the parasite theory. Jingmai O'Connor, a field museum paleontologist, notes that the holes in Sue's jaw differed from the holes found in larger birds of prey. Showing that the bone in Sue's jaw had begun healing indicated that whatever caused it did not kill Sue. Uh, the healing in the bone showed similarities to other fossils of healed bone. So that's how we know that it's not just like, that bone's healed. It's like, it, it looks similar to the other ways that bones have healed. Mm-hmm. But there's still no solid answer on what the fuck made those holes. Um, in Sue's jaw or any of the other T-Rex jaws or Tyrannosaurus, period, like the genus itself, because it's it's prevalent in there. Uh, so, hey, by the way, what the fuck is up with little arms? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't think that I overlooked the little arms yeah. because what the fuck is up with them? Uh, spoiler, we don't really know. Still. Oh, okay. Um, but interesting theories. I was hoping I'd get an answer. CT scans of Sue's arm bones showed that maybe Sue didn't use her arms at all, or their arms at all. Mm. The Field Museum sent Sue's arms bone. What the fuck? arms <laughs> bones. The Field Museum sent Sue's arm bones to be scanned at the Argonne National Lab. Argon R A R G O N N E National Lab. Typically, bones that are well used have a firm structure due to calcium storage, but Sue's were very hollow, showing that maybe they were not used much, if at all. A recent Science Daily Journal from this year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> In this year of our Lord. Kevin Padden, Padden hypothesizes that maybe little arms because they got in the way. 
In the past, in the past, scientists have proposed maybe that they were for holding and stabbing prey, mating, and even triceratops tipping. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Okay, we had to take a break because like three fire trucks drove past our window, but um, triceratops tipping. Yes. Or as we said in the first episode. Do ceratops. Do ceratops. <laughs> There's no try. There's only do. <laughs> so you are trying to tell me that there are a bunch of Tyrannosaurus Rex out in a field somewhere at like 1130 into 1 a.m. Finding a bunch of Triceratops just sleeping, standing up, giggling at each other. Maybe maybe like one or two beers into the night mm-hmm. and they go, <laughs> watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And they're just tipping Triceratops. I'm trying to tell you that there are some scientists that believe Tyrannosaurus Rex. That <laughs> is frightening. Yes. <laughs> Triceratops um, tipping. But yeah, that requires a ton of strength mm-hmm. and length to even reach out to what they're trying to get at. And a T-Rex couldn't even touch their own heads with their arms. Mm-hmm. Much la- less push over fucking Triceratops. Right, yeah. Uh, the only theory that seems realistic to me is that maybe they were used to push or stabilize themselves back up from laying down. Mm. So, like, think of, like, a chicken kind of, like, sitting. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of, their, like, chest is kind of on the ground. So, like, maybe they got little arms to kind of, like, stabilize them to stand back up. Yeah, right. Kind of, like. Um, but that still requires a ton of strength. I mean, that, that's a big-ass body mm-hmm. to be holding up. Um, so Patton's new hypothesis questions not what they evolved for, but how they benefited the creature in its life. Hmm. And proposes that maybe they just got smaller because they were in the way. Hmm. This relies on another hypothesis of T-Rex being social hunters. So the idea is that once the prey is hunted down and killed, the adult T-Rex would begin eating the prey. Mm-hmm. But these animals were fucking massive and their heads alone being five feet long. Mm. And if you have a bunch of hungry T-Rex all coming down on one carcass, they're probably going to be knocking those big ass heads. Mm-hmm. Which, side note, could also lead to the whole face biting thing that we talked about earlier. Mm. Right. Which could promote the like spreading of that jaw parasite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've ever seen sharks go at it in like a feeding mm-hmm. frenzy, I mean, they're like all over the place. You can't tell me that somebody's not getting bit in the midst of all that right well and i i my next note is actually like saying let's just imagine like we're watching a pack of wolves Mm -hmm. and they're eating a kill and there's always that one that just goes too far (laughs) and someone's always got to get bit in the face and be made an example of Mm -hmm. right (laughs) that one would be fucking charlie (laughs) yeah she wouldn't she wouldn't get the hit hint immediately And if they're already dealing with this problem, maybe evolution started making their arms smaller because they were just being too damaged during aggressive feeding frenzies. Yeah, they were just in the way. Which, another side note, remember how Sue had a torn tricep in her right arm? Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe. Yeah, possibly. Maybe they're onto something. Maybe. So maybe this was all caused by a crazy feeding frenzy. Mm. So what's the evidence that T-Rex were social animals? In another journal on Science Daily, scientists hypothesized that Tyrannosaurus were social based on a fossil bone site found in Utah. 
This site was located in the Grand Staircase Escalante, yeah, Escalante es- National Monument and discovered by BLM paleontologist Alan Titus. Hmm. The site was named the quote-unquote Rainbows and Unicorns Quarry. <laughs> And was the first Tyrannosaur mass death site found in the southern U.S. Mass death site. Mm -hmm. Okay. Further research was led by a team of scientists that included Selena Suarez, an associate professor of geosciences at the University of Arkansas. They were able to analyze stable carbon and oxygen isotopes within the rock and bone. And they concluded that the group of Tyrannosaur died together in a seasonal flooding event that washed their carcasses into a lake where they sat and fossilized simultaneously until a river exposed them. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. This supposes another theory that this could have been a site of bones that had been washed down the river at various times and all landed in the same spot and fossilized separate from each other. Along with the Tyrannosaurus fossils, others were found of of some... Ancient turtles, alligators, fish, or other dinosaurs, but did not seem to fossilize at the same time as the Tyrannosaurus. Do, the Tyrannosaur did. Hmm. Again, heavily implying that these Tyrannosaurs were together in some kind of group and had all fossilized. Um, Which is interesting because a lot of, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of theories about Tyrannosaurs is that they're solitary, solitary. hunters, yeah. mm-hmm. and solitary like lives. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they would be in a pack. Yeah. Other Tyrannosaur death sites had been found that continue to be evidence that these animals were social to some extent. Speaking of other fossils being found around T-Rex fossils, recently the remnants of the surrounding sediment to Sue's fossil had been sifted through. And Sue is just the T-Rex that keeps on giving. Upon... (laughs) (laughs) Upon further microsorting, researchers found shark teeth. Hmm. They were tiny the size of pepper flakes. This has led to the discovery of a new shark species called Galagodon, Nord Quiste. 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 Galagodon is a homage to the 80s game Galaga, as the teeth resembled the spaceship that you pilot. And Nord Quest, Quist, being the name of the researcher who found the teeth. Man, what I wouldn't give to be somebody that discovered something and to just be able to name it yeah. after whatever the fuck i wanted to name it after and it's fucking you got brown yeah 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 right <laughs> no yeah huh interesting based on the size of the teeth researchers believe the shark could have been around two feet in length uh though it's hard to guess because there are no other remains found as the shark bones are actually cartilage cartilage and can't be preserved right it reminds me actually of um the cookie cutter shark you know what i'm talking about no there's a very small species of shark and Mm -hmm. they're called the cookie cutter shark because they will like latch on to prey Mm -hmm. and bite chunks of flesh out of the prey but the way that their jaws are done and the because of the size of them they're like in the shapes of they're they're just like circular holes left in their prey (laughs) Which they're like cookie cutters. Oh, basically. interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But they're very small too. I don't know about two feet, but they're they're very small. Littles. Mm-hmm. The Field Museum curator at the time states that the shark lived at the same time and same area as Sue, leading them to question the area Sue was found in. 
Previously, it was thought that Sue inhabited an area by a lake formed from a partially dried up river, but the shark's presence suggests that maybe there was a way for the shark to get to this lake from the sea. And that's the story of Sue. That's so in 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 in, in, in interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. So interesting. Yeah. Well, that, it's funny because there, we like, I don't know, because of walking with dinosaurs and all of the other like dinosaur media that I've ingested over the past twenty, almost thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um. We don't think about dinosaurs being by the ocean. We always think of them being like in a forest or yeah, in some like Colorado, like dry, dusty. Although in Walking with Dinosaur, if you mm-hmm. stay awake long enough, if you stay- <laughs> to, to get to the like later episodes, mm-hmm. you do get to see like Allosaurus type dinosaur on the beach. Oh yeah, and he's just like thrown around like a horseshoe crab. Yeah, well it's <laughs> yeah yeah well it, I mean it's it's silly to not think of them by the by the beach or by the ocean because it's i mean it's just land at that point we've not like colonized it and turned it into some commercial like go 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 to the beach and sit out in your swim trunks in your bikinis have maybe pop a couple of brewskis and play some volleyball or something you know we don't we don't think about dinosaurs just like hanging out on the beach yeah um so it's I mean, he was playing volleyball with a horseshoe crab, but like, yeah, well, <laughs> but we don't, um, we don't think about it. And it's, it's funny because there's, um, that dinosaur game again that I bought mm-hmm. the walking, it's not walking with, it's, it's, God, it's what got is a, the name of that dinosaur game? I don't know, but it has nothing to do with dinosaurs. So it, if you were to read it to me, I wouldn't have known that it was a dinosaur game, No, yeah. which I think is poor marketing. It's like... <laughs> The world world of titans or it's something of of titans um but uh but yeah there are a couple of like beach environments where you can like kind of walk along the shore of a beach or it just it opens the world up so you're like yeah there's you can like walk amongst the redwoods or you can walk like in the forest or Mm -hmm. that's all that game's good for really is just walking well that's all the dinosaurs did <laughs> i paid 30 dollars to walk around as a dinosaur and bite each other's faces yeah pretty much and spread parasite mm-hmm. so yeah see i i pulled it up i pulled up the the game client to try to be like oh yeah let's see what it it, it is but it's gonna have me log into steam and i'm just not gonna do that right now so anyway um yeah it's something titans so if you want to play a good dinosaur game and walk around and not do a whole lot of If you belts. want to play a dinosaur game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play that game. Um, hey, since it's going to be New Year's, what if we did a New Year's doggy horoscope to, um, to finish this out? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So an impromptu um, horoscope reading, whatever. Wait, we need Mela. Mela! Mela! Mela, come here. Don't make her big girl get up. Mela, my beautiful girl. Come here. Come here, my love. My beautiful baby. <gasps> Hello. You better give her lots of pets. We're going to read your horoscope. Are you ready? All right. So this is from today.com. 
So take it as you will. There's a video preview of, I guess they did this, I don't know, I guess they did this live. Are they all in costume? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did, I guess they did like a costume, Some. I don't know. Anyway, um, today.com slash life slash astrology slash 2023 hyphen horoscope hyphen predictions hyphen RCNA60942. Why? Because I don't want to include it in the sources. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, from today.com, your 2023 horoscope predictions. Charlie first, you're feeling larger than life. Oh. And extremely confident this year. It's because she got your uh, CBD gummies. <laughs> She can take on the world. What comes with that is emotional bravery. You're ready to let go of relationships that are past their prime. You may not want to do the heavy lifting when it comes to ending these situations. If you choose to stay with your significant other or other relationships that come to mind, you will have to give it your all. Translation, put your ego to the side and dedicate yourself to understanding your partner better on a deeper level and making peace with what you find. Charlie is in a toxic relationship, mm. and Charlie might run away. And it ain't me. <laughs> Charlie, who are you in a toxic relationship with? Because you need to put your ego aside. Herself. In a toxic relationship with herself. Um, okay. We got you some CBD gummies. You'll be fine. <laughs> Sagittarius. Yeah. Okay, Mela, listen. This is for Mela. Um this will be a year for creation. Oh. You may find that you're drawn to the arts or inspired to create something meaningful for the world to see or use. The only obstacle standing in the way of this idea becoming a reality is you. Doubt will hold you back from putting the pen to paper or setting forth on any creative pursuit. Don't let negativity get in your head. Think optimistically and focus on getting lost in creativity. You might just end up finding yourself in the process. Mind up just finding yourself in the backyard because the only thing may look great is booby. Booby. I'm an almost 30-year-old man laughing about poop. Oh. Okay, Mayla left. She said, all right, I'm done. Yeah, Mayla's gone. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. Do you want yours? Um, Are we going to turn doggy horoscopes into family horoscopes? <laughs> We don't have to do ours. No. All uh, right. <laughs> All right. Jess is an Aquarius and I'm a Taurus if you want to look it up on your own. Yeah. So have fun with that. All right. Well, that's all we got. Yep. Three parts. Bringing in the new year. Yep. So I think what the the plan is for this new year, um, for starters, stay safe. Uh, celebrate responsibly and all that. Take care of yourself. Drink water. Drink water. <laughs> please. Please drink water. Um, Don't end up hunched over the toilet at 2 a.m. Yeah. It, exhibiting different colors. <laughs> yeah. It never works out. Um, so I think for the month of January, this is we're kind of going out with the bang, putting out these three parts, and we're going to take the month of January off to get some things together to collect ourselves. We're going to try to get the YouTube channel set up and we're going to post all of the older episodes just to go ahead and get more traction there. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we'll hopefully see you maybe January 30th. 
either January 30th or February 6th. We'll see we'll see how the New Year's treats us because wow, we I mean like we said in part 1, like we are not okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we don't we don't take a break lightly. Like we don't want to take a break necessarily, but we yeah, I have nothing like in the chamber yeah. and I really would like to have at least two to three set up and with how things have been recently i've not been able to prep so like now after the sue episode like we are starting at square one i've got to start doing more research yep so and i don't want to rush anything and i don't want to do like a half-assed job and i want to enjoy it so like i'm gonna give myself the month of january to like get it together find some things that i'm like genuinely interested in and want to talk about and not just phone it in. Yeah. So, anywho, we'll we'll be taking a, a little break for January, mm-hmm. and we hope to see you back end of January, into February. Thanks again, as as I said in in episode, well, part two of this little end of the year series. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. All all two of you. That are- <laughs> So we want yeah. we want this to continue. We want it to grow. And regardless of if people listen or not, we'll probably still make episodes because it's fun to do. It's just fun for us to do. And that's that's the whole point of it. I just wanted somewhere to talk about things that I enjoyed and that I like. Yeah. But hey, if you if you like it, why don't you leave us a little little review? Yeah. On where you're listening. Maybe a maybe a, a five star rating or hey, a one star rating. If you really don't, hate it. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> hey, interaction. No, bad interaction is bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're asking you to do more because listening to us is not enough. So with that being said, if you like <laughs> us, give us five stars. And if you don't, then fuck don't off. Don't say anything. <laughs> Go away. If you don't have anything nice to say. <laughs> There's plenty of other stuff to listen to on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and yada yada. Yeah. So anyway. Enjoy enjoy your holiday. Enjoy yes, your New Year's. Please do. Be safe. We hope that we are here for you if you need it. <laughs> yeah. If you need it. Yeah. And if you don't need us, hey. We're still here. We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll uh we'll see you guys end of January and February. Yep. Thanks. For your time. The dog hair. M- might cost a little bit. A little bit. Oh well. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Nah>, great. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>